It's my you this turn, week. It's, it's my turn to host. Oh. It's number eighty-one. You do the. You're the odd one. I'm the even one, Birch. It's been a while. This is the Hillcrest Duo. <laughs> is you were sitting there tweeting? Episode eighty-one of the Hillcrest Duo. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter, and along with me is Mr. Brad Risto. I'm at I'm at Brad Risto on Twitter. And today is Saturday, March. The 31st. Yes. last. Uh, happy uh, Passover. Happy Good Friday. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy um, Easter. Happy Palm Sunday. And uh, tomorrow, happy uh, April Fool's Day. And Easter. And, and um, Easter. Uh, and how much chocolate did you get for your nephew? Uh, I got him a little bit of peanut butter cups. Mm. And this way here, if he uh, doesn't want them, Uncle John will eat them. Um, are you going to go stop at Toys R Us on your way home and get him some Nerf guns? Because remember, the Toys R Us liquidation sale is in full swing. I did that last week, by the way. I just went and bought two uh, Nerf how, guns. How much did you really save on that? I only saved 10%, but I'm just like, they're closing down. Which, but by the way... I wanted to get the good ones, though. And these are the modulus ones, so they break apart and can be different kinds of guns. It's awesome. Maybe I'll stop by, but... To be honest with you, 10% isn't going to get me to like oh, no. go through a massive crowd and wait in a long line. Well, there was no when crowd. I could probably save more than 10% on Amazon. Yes, I just want to do it to buy one last thing at Toys R Us. I bought two of them. One of them is fully automatic. It's hilarious. I can just take my Nerf gun out, pow, 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 and hit you with 12 darts in like less than five seconds. You should bring it into the duo sometime. I will. It's going to be awesome. But we have been gone for a while. We've been gone for a month. We've been doing things. Yeah. I've been doing lots of things. What? Let's start with you. What have you been doing a lot? Okay. Well, the beginning of the month, I went up on a trip to Milwaukee with my buddy. It was his birthday. So we went up to Milwaukee, and we learned something. And that is, we are old now and we can't bounce back from starting to drink at noon and to stop drinking at 1 a.m because um that's what we did for those 13 hours we walked around milwaukee and drank copious amounts of alcohol and saw a hockey game the problem was um i think we may have gotten kicked out of a bar i'm not sure because um uh this is what he was told are you with him, referring to me? He just finished his beer and gave it to me, so I don't know if he's the one that got kicked out because we were at a bar in Milwaukee and he was screaming at the top of his lungs, play Southside Irish, the drinking song about um, uh, Chicagoans in Milwaukee. And I think we may have been kicked out, but we just walked back to our hotel. But, oh, my God, the next morning, I have never really had a hangover. Oh, welcome to the club. And I don't know if I – I didn't have a headache hangover, but my stomach did not like me. <laughs> I had that kind of hangover, but it might have been cut from the fatty barbecue I had the night before. Okay. But my buddy, however, he had a headache, could barely move, and we had planned to go to another game the Sunday. But unfortunately, ooh, on 294 heading back to Chicago – in a construction zone, he just gets up out of his seat, opens up the window, and I don't know really what he's doing. He comes back in. I owe you a car wash, man. Because he ralphed out the window going 65 miles an hour down the expressway. Nice. <laughs> and I just feel, just red vomit because he had a Gatorade. And I just feel bad for the guy behind me because he has no idea what he's doing because all he sees is my buddy getting up. And just kind of 
putting his hands on the window and putting his hand out like, what the hell is, oh my god! <laughs> what, um, that reminds me, uh, have you ever barfed in a car? I think I did it once when I was a kid and my mom, I was um, uh, with my mom, she was able to stop and I was able to just ralph outside the door. See, I had this weird, um, and that was it. I have I had this weird situation where I threw up in a car once. I was probably 13 or 14. We were um, on vacation in Branson, Missouri. Did you go to Silver Dollar City? No, but that we were place is we, awesome, we were there the in off season. Oh. Um, but we stayed at uh, we stayed at like a resort, and we got up really early in the morning to start the drive home. Yeah. And I had like maybe a few hours of sleep, but it wasn't that I wasn't feeling good. Like, I just woke up. I was kind of groggy. We got in the car. I put, like, a pillow up against the door, put a blanket over me, and I kind of napped. But maybe an hour into the car ride, I just woke up out of the blue, and I was like, I got to throw up. And my mom couldn't get the car off the side of the road in time, and boom, all over the back seat. I threw up (laughs) all over the door. And then we had to clean it up, and then the car smelled like vomit for like the seven ride home. Yeah, seven hour ride home. So yeah, Oof. that was that was the one and only time that I could recall throwing up in a car. And um, I did a couple things. I saw Joseph at Drury Lane. It's the weirdest version of Joseph you ever see. It happens in a Las Vegas hotel room, and it's like the guy has a peyote acid trip. Oh, nice. Kind of how Howard Hughes. Yeah, and I also um last weekend I stayed downtown and I ran in the Shamrock Shuffle. 8K, and if you ever ha- um, can afford it, stay at the Chicago Athletic Association. Really nice hotel. You're going to kind of feel like you're out of place because it's one of those ones where they put the actual alcohol on the counter for you, and it doesn't even really have a weight, it looks like. I was afraid to touch anything. I'm like, if I touch something, they're going to charge me money. Yeah. But yeah, you check like- in. You check in. They say, okay, thank you for checking in. Here's a chip. Let's get, let's get you a free glass of champagne at... One of the, like, four bar restaurants that they have in the hotel. Coolest one is the one up on the roof. It um looks out over um uh, Millennium Park and into over Lake Michigan. It is really nice. And if you can get it for a good rate, which I did, because I did it on Booking.com. I got it. It's usually like a $300 a night room. I got it for up 130 Nice. But it's a really nice hotel. So if you ever can stay there, I would. But I ran the Shamrock Shuffle, had a good time. Was able to run pretty much about 90, 95% of the 8K before I hit a wall that I couldn't run through. And it was mainly because I was frustrated that the race wasn't over with because I had forgotten the course layout. If I had remembered, I probably would have been able to keep going. Ah. Sounds uh, sounds like you've had uh, some adventures this uh, these last few days uh, or last few weeks. I I actually I went down to Disney World for a few days. Disney um, World. Yeah, stayed at a Disney Resort. I've never done that, and I want to. It's very overpriced. Yes. Like, don't Disney care. resorts are more money than nice Vegas hotels. Oh, I know. but And I, and I don't to... get it, because there's definitely a lot more to do at a Vegas resort than there is at a Disney well, resort. Well, it's for families, bear yeah. in mind. But um, you get that extra I will hour. say this about Disney resorts. They're very nice. Um... And you almost don't want to leave, but yet you're in Disney, so you do want to leave. You want to go to the Disney park. Yes. Well, the, the, the reason why you stay at the Disney park, especially like the Grand Polynesian or whatever the one the um, uh, monorail goes through, is yeah. you get that extra hour. Yeah. You get to go in an hour early, and that's why you stay there, especially when you have kids. It's like, 
okay, we can go get in maybe one or two rides before the park is officially open. Yep. And that's no, that is nice. a nice that is a nice perk. Um, but yeah, so I, I went there. We actually did. Um, I was with her with a friend, and uh, we instead of going and riding a ton of rides, you we just hit the rides. important ones. Yeah. So we were staying Thunder at the, we were staying at the at the Swan Resort, which yeah. the Swan Resort is right along a little uh, river and right by the boardwalk you area. See, now you just made me um, you said river made me miss River Country, my favorite yes. water park down there. So we 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 take a boat ride to uh, Hollywood Studios. Nice. Went I... in right away, rode Tower of Terror, left, got on the boat, I... went to Epcot to get lunch, and then we took the monorail from Epcot to Magic Kingdom and spent the rest of the day at Magic Kingdom. So we actually had three parks. Pick Splash Mountain? We did not go to Splash Mountain. <gasps> Haunted Mansion was top priority, uh, so we did like a fast pass for that. Um, I love fast passes, especially at Walt Disney World, yeah. because I mean, anyone just, can do it. Yeah, it was so packed there. I mean, the fast pass stuff... Like we couldn't get fast pass for for some rides because this was a last minute trip, so there was none of that booking everything sixty days early or nothing right. like that. It was the last minute day of. I'm trying to do fast passes on the app on my phone, but hey, I got to hit Haunted Mansion, Tower of Terror, and uh, got a lot of exercise walking around. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy. Yes. Uh, it was a, it was a good trip. Um, well, the also Mansion. got to go to Universal. I'm actually a bigger Universal fan. We did spend one day go down to Universal. We didn't go, go into the parks. We just Hung out in the city walk. I went to my right. favorite place to eat there, which is the Chocolate Emporium. I saw your picture. Love that place. Uh, Are you going to try and go down in October to go to the Halloween? Went two years ago, and it's the best Halloween like theme park fest ever. Better than all the Fright Fests that are out there. I mean, Halloween Horror Nights, that is the one to go to if you go to any. Okay, well, maybe I'll um, try and twist your arm and maybe we'll go this year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it runs like almost all of September. September to the like beginning November, of November. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll... Uh... Although, if we go in October, we could um, also hit up Epcot, which has its International Food and Wine Festival that month. Yes. That's when I was out there two years ago. Yeah. Was, don't, that... I went to the Food and Wine Fest, and I went They to... have extra food and extra booze. How is not that... Not that they didn't have enough already. Oh, I know. But how is that not just the best adult Orlando vacation? You go to Epcot, and then you hit up the... Um, the horror at um, uh, Universal. Yes. That is as good as you can get. But um, uh, that's enough jib-jabbing about what we did, unless you have anything else, really. Uh, no, nah, just that and been watching some movies, TVs, yeah. and all that good stuff. And speaking of the movies that you've been seeing, you saw a movie this weekend. Dude, probably one of the biggest releases of uh, the March-April season uh, Oof, yeah. is uh, Ready Player One, the new Steven Spielberg movie. Based off the um, book, Ready Player One. Yeah, and now I didn't realize it was based off of a book. Yeah, I but... read a quarter of it, and then I'm like, this writing is annoying. It's For me, I didn't like the writing because it was a little too I, I, juvenile. De- depending on how detailed the writing is, I could see it being kind of annoying to read because there's so much going on. Well, it's juvenile and blah blah blah. I have my, I have my own issues, but, but that's my English degree. I'm coming through here. I, I'm a, I'm gonna warning. I'm I'm gonna put some spoilers out there. Oh, go right ahead. Because I will tell you this about Ready Player One is like I I went into this movie only seeing the, the the like the two previews they put out for it. Right. So there really isn't a ton of footage, but you know there's gonna be like some nods and Easter eggs and cool stuff. Oh, it's a, an referencing 80s. the 80s and 90s and yeah, all the pop culture stuff. So I was really excited about that aspect. Not so much the storyline. Yeah. And it's I was really blown away with this movie. It was awesome. 
Like, not only is it a really cool story that, like, almost anybody who plays video games Mm -hmm. can connect to, but then all the pop culture and movie stuff, and just, like, it's just one of those, it felt like riding a ride at Universal Studios. That was, like, a mashup of all the movies, and... There's just so much going it's on. A, it's never going to win. I'm sure it's never going to win awards, but it's just going to be a good, fun movie. And there's just so many, like, like there's, like, scenes where, like, a massive amount of characters are running to battle. Yeah. And and you're trying to see, recognize as I'm many sure. people as possible. Like, oh, there's RoboCop. There's there's Batman. There's the, here's Harley Quinn. I bet like, you, you can't see all wait these char- and you for can't, the Blu-ray. And, yeah. I want to pause it and look at pause, them Pause, 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 pause. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of those moments. Uh, one of my favorite moments, Brad, I mean, I kind of had a mini flip-out moment. I don't even know if you know if you remember this or not. Monster Balls. Do you remember Monster Balls? No. I, they were like, they look like baseballs. Oh, yeah, okay? they're little squishy But they were like things. Frankenstein and Dracula. And they were squishy. And they were squishy. So at one point in the movie, uh, one of the avatars is going up to Godzilla and Godzilla is being controlled inside the head by another guy. Yeah. And she goes up to him and throws a monster ball through Godzilla's eyes. And it lands. And it's a little Frankenstein monster ball. And then yeah. it explodes and blows off Godzilla's head. And I was like, oh, my God, a monster ball. And another really cool weapon used in this movie is Chucky, which you saw in the trailer. Yeah. But he's used as a weapon. They're like, here, use this. And he goes, it's a Chucky. And he throws it. And also Chucky just starts killing people. <laughs> Oh, no, it, 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 just, it is a love letter. It's like one of those movies where like, so many cool things like that happen that after the movie's over with, you just want to talk and tweet and do nothing but like talk about all the cool stuff in this it's movie. It's a love letter Ugh. to, well, millennials and our um, little subgroup, Xennials, which if you don't know what an Xennial yeah. is, that's the group, be- group uh, born between Gen X and uh, millennial. That's us. We are the Xennials. That, which, by right. the way, we get the coolest name, by the way. Yes, but, all right. Now, going to spoil the best part about this movie. Okay. I might be breaking some kind of code here because this is just such an awesome, like, moment in the movie. Yeah. And I know you haven't seen it yet. I, I will. Don't me, worry. No full spoilers. You don't care. I don't care. But this, Brad, is awesome. Yeah. So there's a point in the movie where um, the avatars, they're in the virtual reality called the Oasis. and they're Yes. That mo- and they're trying to find keys. They're trying to find these Easter egg keys. Right. And and basically the whoever gets all of the keys wins the oasis. Like the right. founder has died and basically he put these Easter eggs and said, Whoever can find all the Easter egg keys will get like That's the about deed. where I stopped reading the book. Yeah. You can get the deed to own the oasis, which is worth billions and billions of dollars. So in the movie there's like there's a company that has hired people, hundreds of people, to do nothing but play inside here and try to find these keys for the owner. Because this corporation, they want the Oasis. Well, yeah, you know? of course but they do. But then you got individuals that want the Oasis. So anyways, this group of kids, are, they're the ones who are hunting down the keys. Well, one figures out part of the clue. It's like part of the clue is like, you know, it's all about this guy, this date he went on to a movie. Mm-hmm. So they go in and they have to um, find uh, the movie that he went on this date with. And, and basically in the virtual reality world, you can go into a movie. Nice. And so your avatars get sucked into a movie, and you're, like, living inside the movie with all I, the cast members. Yeah. And you're trying to find a clue. So the movie they all go into. Spielbergian, I'm guessing. Nope. No, what? The Shining. <laughs> oh, so they go into the Overlook Hotel. 
And the one guy has never seen The Shining. And, uh, and these little girls are like, come play with us. And he's like, all right. And he's like, follow him. And they're like, no, don't go in the elevator. And like, you know, and, and you don't see Jack Nicholson, but you keep seeing the axe like come through the door and, and, and they're basically living, they're running through a horror movie That's trying awesome. to find clues. And, it's the coolest. I'm sitting in the movie, just this big grin on my face, like, oh my god, it's The Shining, and it's video games, and it's avatars, and they're all running around in here, and oh, oh my god, it's so badass. It's just like so much awesome stuff. You don't have to, I mean, like you said, Brad, this isn't going to be like best picture of the year movie. This isn't going to be like something we'll be talking about 30 years from now as like one of the greatest films of all time or something, but right. it is just such a fun movie that I feel like everybody must see it. Like okay. kids, adults, like our, especially our generation, because oh, yeah. it speaks more to us than anything. But kids are going to love this movie just because of there's a lot of nods to everything going on, especially with all these like avatars people have created that are just basically clones of like celebrities and 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 characters like there's a Freddy, there's a Jason, <laughs> there's Chucky, as I said, right. King Kong, Godzilla, Transformers, everything is in this movie. And okay. it and is it is pretty badass, Brad. Okay. You got to go see it. Oh, by the way, there is no extra scene after the credits. Even though you would expect a movie about Easter eggs to have an Easter egg, right? There is none. Well, that's maybe that's not Spielberg's thing. Maybe he's just not into the whole yeah. after credits thing. Okay, but um, another thing that did come out this month, I suppose we should touch on, is season two of Marvel's Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, dropped on Netflix. Yeah, that dropped now, a few weeks ago. Now I. Powered through eventually and have seen the entire season. I liked it overall, but you're only about halfway through. Three quarter. You're at episode eight. Yeah, like so. Sixty-six like percent or something, some, some such nonsense like that. So spoilers. I am at. I'm after the point where Jessica realizes the other girls are mom. Yes. I'm after that point. I'm at the point now where Jessica and her mom are working together. Right. Um. I'm going to say this overall. Mm, not really into it. It's a slow I, build of a season. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping these last few episodes, maybe there's some cool stuff in it. Got my fingers crossed that a certain character maybe makes an appearance, but we'll see. Um, but I'm just overall like, like, I feel like the overall storyline isn't really going anywhere. Uh, I feel like the whole, the, the flow of the show is just like, it's like small plots. It's like, well, oh, we're yeah. going we're gonna to investigate this. Yes. And then we're mm -hmm. going to investigate that. Uh, the one episode I really did love, though, was the flashback episode. Yeah. Where you see Jessica when she's, like, kind of being a rebel and, like, stealing stuff and mm -hmm. kind of using her powers to her advantage. And then her friend Trish is, like, an, you know, is like a nightclub, like, party junkie. Well, that's when she was her celebrity and she was she was Paris Hilton. Yeah. So you kind of have you kind of have that going on. Like, I liked that episode a lot, but overall, I mean, again – it's going to be really hard to top season one. It's going to be hard to even go on par with season one of that well, show. Well, that had such, one had such a good villain, and the problem is the villain in this one is more nebulous. Yeah. Because you ha first you do have um, uh, Alyssa, alias. Yep. Um, uh, who is revealed as her mother, and then it just becomes more and more muddied. But as I'm going to give, I I don't want to give anything too much away, but it's going to be hard not to because you are so deep. But yeah. it's a just m more of a personal tale um, uh, that they're trying to drive in this whole se season. You can probably see it that yeah. 
being a hero is a lot more harder than it just being good versus bad. It's more complicated. And they're trying to tell a more human tale here. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. I understand it. But, I mean, we, we all know, like, shows and writing, you're never going to be... Everything to everyone. Exactly. And I'm not saying I hate the show. I'm just saying that, like, for me, it's moving too slow. But a lot of that just has to do with how much I loved season one and the flow right. of season one and the villain season one and and just, you know, the never-ending moment of, okay, where's this going to go? Mm-hmm. Like, how's this going to play out? Where this, by episode three or four, I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this really all we're going to get this season or yeah. something else going to kind of come in and throw us for a, throw a curveball? And it's, and it's just yeah. kind of been, for me, pretty flat. But I'm going through it, and, uh, you know, next uh, probably next week when we do another podcast, uh, we'll have a, a wrap-up of it. So Yeah, and then you can give your full thoughts. And, and I, I really hope you go see Player One before next week. Maybe. I'm going to try to. Maybe I I'll mean, try just, and see it later today, maybe. I mean, you'll. I, it's so much fun, Brad. You'll love it. Okay, um, I suppose the other thing we can talk about is earlier this month was the release of the Final Avengers trailer. Oh, yeah. Which was a very interesting one, because you got to see a lot of things that you haven't seen before, and even though we've only had two, and I don't have that same thing that I had, problem I had with um, Spider-Man Homecoming, saying, there's too many trailers, there's too many trailers, because I really have no idea what's going to happen and in what order this stuff is happening. There's been a lot of breakdown of the trailers. Um, some people really liked to focus on the Black Panther stuff, on the Hulkbuster stuff. The one thing that I have not seen anyone really commenting on, and obviously this is coming from me as a Spider-Man fan, is the trailer seems to imply he gives up on having a secret identity. Because in the first um, sequence, you see him jumping off a bus that's moving and putting his mask on. Meaning that bus that we saw him on earlier is still moving and his classmates are still with him. Yeah, that's an interesting point, so we'll see. Did yeah. you just fart? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gassy. <laughs> I farted in the car on the way here. It was bad. Anyways, uh, I, I get what you're saying. I, I didn't really pick up on the fact that he was just like jumping off a bus. and, and put, I, I mean, you saw him putting on the mask, but I thought it was kind of weird that, I guess, the bus is full of his classmates who yes, which means after know this who is, they are. Which means after this, they're all going to say, holy crap, Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Because we, we I, I mean, I've kind of picked up on the plot yeah. a little bit, you know. Um, There's going to be two teams. There's going to be the Wakanda team and the team that looks like it's in New York and then eventually gets transported to space to be with Peter Quill. Which, by the way, the Peter Quill, Tony Stark stuff. <laughs> yes. Amazing. That, that is going to be the best part about the movie. Let's just say right now. Yeah. That is probably going to be the most entertaining thing about the movie. And me as a fan... That's all I'm looking forward to. I cannot wait to see Peter Parker, Tony Stark interacting together. I actually just want to see how... Peter Quill. Peter Quill. I can't wait to see when they meet each other, like what yes. the first meeting is going to be like. Well, it's going to be a... He's going to see a human in a dope-ass um, uh, iron outfit. He's going to probably think he's an alien. Like, they got that on Earth now? Yeah. That's awesome. And then, of course, there's going to be the teenager that can kick his butt. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm stoked. I already got my tickets. I'm uh, not seeing it the first day because I don't feel like seeing it at seven o'clock. But I have four forty tickets to see it on Friday with my buddy. Nice. We're gonna go to. Uh, don't our, get kicked out. 
Yeah, we're not going to get kicked out this time. We're going to go see it at Imagine out in Frankfurt. Mm. One of those nice places. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about. It. I mean, I do like the part. I think my favorite part of the preview though is at the end with Doctor Strange and Peter and, and Peter Parker. Oh yes, he's like, oh, we're gonna use our fake names. Oh, or we're, gonna we're gonna use, use our made up names. names. We're gonna use and our made up I names. I am Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when your name is that Doctor Strange, that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, um, been a pretty good a month for pop culture. Uh, any other final thoughts? Closing thoughts? As we wrap up another episode? Uh, no. Um, actually, Roseanne premiered. I did not catch it. I, I watched like 10 minutes of it. I wanted to catch a little bit of it. Um, I didn't get a chance to uh, DVR it when it was live, so my only option to watch it is on demand With and not being able to fast forward through the commercials. So I, I refuse. Kinda, so I just watched some of it, and I, I kind of wanted to get a feel for what it was going to be like. Uh, it seems like it's pretty decent. I'm I'm gonna give it a couple more episodes. Uh, I mean, I used to like the show when it was on a long time right. ago, but it got me thinking. Like, if this show ends up becoming a really big hit, and it might, it got a lot of viewers, but that was yeah, just because it was that the was premiere. The, that was the premiere. Well, I expect um, we'll see a pretty big drop off for the second. Yeah, episode. and then I, again, if the second, third episode, if like storyline, if it doesn't really like, like I guess go back to its core reason for for you know for for comedy and whatnot. But if it does, like, really pick up and become a huge hit, mm-hmm. um, could we see other shows, like, sort of making a resurrection like that? Well, I've heard – I've already heard rumors that they're trying to do Murphy Brown. Really? Yeah. And I'd be – I have no problem with that. I like, liked Murphy like, Brown. Like, I'm just trying to think of some, like, sitcoms from, like, our day where, like – I know. Could they get some of the original cast and redo a show? Like, here's one. We've already had Full House as well. Yeah, and that kind of flopped. But a lot of people think that flopped because it went to Netflix. I don't know if it flopped. I mean, I didn't enjoy it. I watched a few episodes of it, and I didn't get into it. And you had Girl Meets World. Girl Meets World was good. So we've ha- already seen it. Even though I felt weird watching that. Well, because it's aimed to teenagers and you know, teenage it's girls. teenage girls, and I'm like <laughs> watching because I'm a Boy Meets World fan, you know? Metal, remember, one of your favorites. Arrested Development made a comeback. It only did. for one season, though. Yeah. Um, But... I mean, can you see like maybe like like Family Matters, like Steve Urkel make a comeback? I could see that, you know. Uh, I, I was talking about this with somebody else. But that and show really jumped the shark at the yeah. end. Well, I was talking. To oh, some... speaking of jumping the shark, how about Happy Days? Yeah. Um, that '70s show. That '70s show. That '70s show with um uh, um uh, Eric now right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually said it now. Move it to the present Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, like they've grown up. Yes. Like, like, like or Eric. Do it, or do it that 90s show with Eric as um, an adult. But then you wouldn't be able to. No, you could still get the originals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, you know, I was talking about this with a friend and, and came up with a great idea. How about a resurrection of Fresh Prince? I, you know, I've seen um stuff like I mean, that. You could see like Will, I could see Will Smith doing like a, a season. I could. I mean, I'm sure. A, I'm sure he would want to be completely in charge. Maybe of a it. Netflix movie. Yeah, I, I don't could. know. A movie would work. I mean, because it's a sitcom. Like sitcoms turned into movies don't really work out that well. I suppose that's true. I like the Drew Carey show. I'd love to see Drew Carey. Show I come did. Back. You know, I liked the Drew Carey show, and, and but he's making mega bucks over as the coast of the Price is Right. He would still. I think he would still do it. He still loves like um, the improv yeah. and the comedy stuff. For me, 
I don't know if there's a sitcom I've other than the other ones we've already mentioned. I'd love to see a, like a West Wing uh just one night off movie. Cuz I love loved the West Wing. Oh, when's house of card drop? I don't know. Also, I suppose just um a Law and Order movie to say goodbye to Jack McCoy, Sam Watterson's character cuz I loved the um, uh, if if you ever um, watch um, a Law and Order episodes on TNT, you don't see any episodes of one th- um, episodes from seasons one through four, because Sam Watterson wasn't on it yet. You only see the ones with Jack McCoy, and it's hilarious. The only time I've ever seen the one with the original DA who had no charisma, they're they're on at like four a.m. Mm. It's hilarious. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 81 One. of the Hillcrest Duo. Welcome into the 80s. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter, and along with me, as always, is Brad Risto. I am at Brad Risto on Twitter. Give me a follow. I'm a nice person. Yeah. And we will be back next week. Yes, we will. Um, uh, tune in then. Thank you for listening. <laughs>